Welcome to the To Be Honest podcast. Today, I have the great honor of speaking with not one, but two special guests, Faustine Wang and Sasha Afroz of Artruism, which is a student-run initiative that provides a platform for artists to connect and serve the community. Faustine is a first-year student at UCLA, majoring in cognitive science. She loves art and is fascinated by intersections between different fields, including psychology, art, and computer science. She also really loves connecting with people from different backgrounds and is interested in exploring how community and art interact. Sasha is the co-president of Archeroism and a second-year undergraduate student at UC Davis, majoring in psychology with a bioemphasis and hopes to pursue psychiatry in the future. She's very interested in the connections between medicine and the humanities, as well as the role that art can play in self-expression and the discussion of mental health. So welcome, Faustine and Sasha, to the podcast. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for being here. I like to ask every guest to start off. Um, to be honest, how are each of you doing today? And I'll start with Sasha. Um, to be honest, um, I'm pretty excited um, and a bit nervous for today. But yeah. Yeah, hopefully it'll be like a just like a casual conversation. Um, and I'm excited to hear about archeroism. Um, and Faustine, to be honest, how are you doing today? To be honest, I'm doing pretty well. I got a pretty good night's sleep today. Yes, I'm good. feeling pretty energized. Yeah. Sleep is the best thing in the world and super important. So I'm glad you got lots of sleep last night. Um, so to start off, I would love to hear um, more about Artruism. Um, for those who haven't heard of it, what is it and how did it start? So Artruism is basically um, an or like an initiative that um, Faustine and I started. Um, and basically we started around like COVID, like we've like sort of like everyone sort of felt like it was like hard, like we didn't know like what to do, like sort of like couldn't control the situation. So then we just decided that it would be best to like give back a little bit. So we started um, Artruism by connecting like a passion of ours, art and like service um, by like giving back to like domestic service workers and different um, people um, during COVID. Um, but then um, over time, it sort of like evolved into um, a more of a community um, where we all sort of a bunch of artists sort of get together and talk with each other and um, really like bond over that. Um, so, yeah, so that's sort of like how it started and where it is today. Yeah, that's awesome. And you guys started it when you were in high school. Is that right? Yeah, we started it. Um it was my senior year and Faustine was in junior year. So, yeah. So you guys have been around for a little while now. Um, it's weird to say that considering it's, it feels like COVID just happened, but also happened like years ago. <laughs> so I feel like we're in a time warp, but it sounds like you guys have done so much since then with Artruism. Um, so how, how do you connect the artists with um, like the community service agencies that you work with? How does that process go? Yeah, um, so we have been doing like different focuses that are um, uh, surrounding certain topics. Like initially it was about like an uh, organization that serves um, domestic workers. And we also moved on to having a focus uh, around mental health and things like that. And under these focuses, we would run different events and activities for artists to participate in. And we would also um, accept like commissions to funders for these causes. Yeah. 
And um, as of now, we have been like kind of building like a little bit of a community on like Discord and Instagram for people to just come together and connect. Um, yeah. That's so cool. I lo- yeah, I really love the fact that you're building a community, especially around these like important topics. And I know one of those topics, like you mentioned, is mental health. So um, how how do you hope that altruism intersects or how do you think it already does? And how do you think it will continue to intersect with mental health? Yeah, um, as we mentioned earlier, we have done a focus around mental health, um, which um, we posted um, information in like, social media, like Instagram posts from, from like, to be honest, right. And also um, other orgs. And we also um, ran um, events like art telephone for people to feel like connected by doing art and redrawing each other's art pieces and seeing like the differences and similarities between each other. And um, I think like moving forward beyond like just the focus, we also create like a community where people can really just connect um, based on a common interest and, um, yeah, and just be themselves and uh, have fun. Yeah. And I find that really important. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like there's so many people, especially youth in our community and young adults who express themselves through art. So the fact that you're creating like a community group, um, is really amazing. Do you guys, have you ever met in person to, uh, create art together or is it mostly all online? So yeah, mostly it's been online. I think it was like a big advantage for it to be online because we could connect with different people, but also at the same time, like obviously in person, it's like there's another connection. So we sort of, we started different clubs at um, like schools and um, universities um, so that we could start doing things in person a little bit and um, sort of expand on that community and make it like a bit closer so um, there's one at um, UC Davis and one at Pali High School right now. Very cool. Do you guys have hopes to expand in the future to other high schools or universities as well? Or what do you what do you see the future of archuism being? Yeah, I think um, I think currently we sort of we want to solidify like once again like our focus and like our connection between art and um, different fields um, such as mental health, um, and we sort of like. We want to further um, like solidify everything and then we want to like expand after that. So um, yeah, right now we're just focusing on the community aspect of uh, our truism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. You're like starting, you know, kind of like a small community and you're, you'll eventually grow. I mean, through word of mouth and, and all the good work that you're doing, I have no doubt that this will become a bigger thing. I'm curious what for you personally, each of you has been the best thing to come from our truism. I think um, archerism, it was just really nice to meet like people in my age and like, like sort of like in high school and in college who are like youth who are like really interested in art, but uh, like not only art for themselves, but also like uh, using art to help the community. Like everyone's on like the same page, but the, everyone's also unique at the same time. So it's really interesting. And also, I feel like I've met a lot of friends um, from archerism. Like I, we like, we like knew each other before, but we sort of became closer through altruism. And I also met a lot of people who ended up going to Davis with me. So it was really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. How about you, Faustine? I think I can also echo the feeling of just meeting new people and really getting inspired by the different things people are pursuing and the things people are passionate about. Um, I met like artists who do like different in different like <laughs> different media. They like 
um, people do painting, but there are also people who are um, interested in like music and even just even engineering. I feel like that also incorporates a form of art in there. And it's really cool how people um, use these different forms of art and creativity to really also um, give back to the community and to see like what kinds of issues everyone um, is like passionate about. And yeah, I feel like just like learning from everyone has been a really great experience. Yeah, that's that's really amazing. I love that you guys have started this. Um, and if people out there are listening and are interested in joining Artruism, how can they go about getting involved? Yeah, um, I think a great way of getting involved and being like really directly involved with us um, now is like first, like you guys can follow us on Instagram with at like Artruism underscore. And we also have a Discord server that you can find through our link run bio from our like Artruism Insta. Um, and you can also find it on our um, website, www.artruism-initiative.square.site. It's a little bit long, but you can also find it in our um, Insta bio. Awesome. Yeah. And I can include all those links in our episode show notes so that if someone is interested and wants to check out every single thing that you guys have going on, then we can definitely link to those things there. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to help promote this amazing um, project and program. I think it's it's really great. So thank you so much for sharing about that. Um, and I'd love to hear, Faustine, I know you have a bit um, of experience with mental health. So I was wondering if you wouldn't mind sharing a bit about what you've experienced and what mental health challenges you faced. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, as for me, I feel like I struggled a lot with anxiety and some depression or during high school um, because I moved um, a lot and also because of like the academic stress um, at my school. And um, yeah, I feel like um, it was a very uh, interesting, I say like difficult experience, um, kind of just navigating that while balancing like different like responsibilities um, in high school and things like that. And I feel like what really helped me during that experience is really just like opening up to my family and just really um, allowing myself to be vulnerable and finding like acceptance in people who are close to me and um, who like are willing to help and support me. And like from the flip side, I have like learned from that, like how important it is to really offer like an empathetic air and like space to allow people to open up to because um, I feel like when I received that like positive response, that's when like my healing began. That's that's amazing that you were able to have that support system. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm kind of curious for those out there who think that their loved ones or friends um, would be supportive of them, but they don't know how to approach that conversation. Do you have any advice for kind of how to break the ice with those kinds of conversations? Like when you were first struggling, did you approach your family or friends in a certain way or did you say anything in particular I feel like for me I cannot like remember like very specifically of how it started but I think like um there are people who I would see like on a daily basis like say my (laughs) obviously my mom who is there for me like during like lunch or um I say like dinner when we would like get together and sit down during like a quiet time I would maybe bring up my, the conversation like of I don't know like how my day was 
<laughs> and things like that. So like these opportunities, like shared moments, like quieter, like maybe kind of safer, sit down with someone and have the opportunity to have like deeper conversations is when I was able to like kind of begin again, like exploring these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, I think that's really good advice because there mm-hmm. are those moments in the day where we ask like our loved ones or friends, like, oh, how was your day? So having those opportunities to kind of really share how you're feeling, I think is important. And people will either catch on to patterns or maybe ask you there on the spot, like, how can I help? Or are you going through something? Um, So yeah, I think that's really good advice. Uh, Thank you for sharing that. Um, And I'm just curious if you don't mind sharing, did you go through um, like therapy or did you seek professional assistance to address your mental health? Yeah. Um, I was able to receive some help from my school. They do offer like mental health services, which is really great. Um, And yeah, if um, people's schools also offer those things, I think it's a very valuable resource. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I know Santa Clara County, we're privileged in some ways because we do have social workers and counselors on campus. But I know in some districts more than others that it's like one counselor, social worker per high school. So it could be difficult to see someone. So if, yeah, school is definitely a great place to go, but if there are other people that you can talk to outside of school, I also think that's um, definitely important. I'd love to talk with both of you about mental health in a more um, general sense. So I'm curious, what is something that each of you does on a regular basis to take care of your mental health? I think like for me, um, I think like meditation and like just like reflecting on like sort of like my priorities. Um, So I'm no longer like sort of, I don't know, like just reflecting on like how I don't have to necessarily like do something like right away like I can take time for myself and uh like think about it a little bit and like because school and everything can get really stressful and then also like with everything added it's like a lot but then if you like just taking like a few minutes um and or like talking to a friend or something um is really helpful for me Mm -hmm. yeah I like the idea of like taking breaks for yourself like either meditating or like you said talking to a friend or yeah, finding those little moments throughout your day where you can kind of step away from what you're supposed to be doing um, or the chaos that, you know, kind of consumes our lives sometimes. Um, and Faustine, how about you? Yeah, um, something that I do kind of regularly, but also kind of spontaneously is doing like journaling. Um, I like in the past, I did like give myself a structure, but now like I feel like I kind of just journal like also as like what Safa said like when I have like a break in the day just like reflect a little bit on how I'm feeling and I kind of do it more freeform so I don't feel like the structure (laughs) as much um and yeah and I feel like really connecting with friends and just chatting a little bit is definitely very helpful as well yeah cool yeah, that's awesome. I've heard that the free form style of journaling is a lot easier to get into sometimes for people because you just like start writing and like whatever comes to mind, just like get it down on a piece of paper and like the thoughts will start flowing. So I think that's um, really cool. And what would you both say to someone who is currently struggling with their mental health? I would just say like, um, like obviously like um, you're not alone. Like there's a lot of people in the same like situation but then at the same time like um 
like your situation is also unique to you so you can like talk to a loved one and um just sort of like what Faustine was talking about with like reaching out for help and it can be hard but like just knowing that um there's always like people and like resources available for you um and in like they'll be presented in like a non-judgmental way and it's just like very in an open and supportive environment if you like find that for yourself then um I think that's really beneficial definitely I 100% agree yeah I think I just want to remind everyone who might be struggling with mental health that um you deserve to have help and um you deserve to be like (laughs) to feel better so definitely like um yeah, reach out to people and um, look for resources, look for help. And um, you got this. Yeah, there's always hope and help available. So I know it's so hard. I feel like it's kind of cliche sometimes to say that, but at the same time, like (laughs) it is true. And and it is hard to see when you are going through a mental health challenge that there is hope or help available, but it does exist. (laughs) Um, And this is kind of, um, maybe a tough question so I can give you each a moment to think about it but I know that since you both came from like the Palo Alto school district um, which is kind of like a more like pressure cooker environment um, and stressful environment um, what are ways that schools or the community itself can address mental health or the stigma around mental health? Some ways to start like addressing stigma um, in my uh in my opinion, I feel like just really opening up like the conversation, like allowing it to happen and like providing different opportunities where people can just like sit down and talk. Um, and also just like having like peer connections as well, like allowing like peers who have um, struggled with mental health and who um, may have experiences kind of like come together and really just have an open conversation of how like what what it's like and to let people know that like yeah this is happening like um you don't have to go through it alone and like there are people out there who are also struggling and there are also help out there for you so just really like opening it up the conversations and allowing it to like really happen on like a school-wide kind of like platform yeah Yeah, definitely. I think normalizing it is so important. So giving those like students, staff, everyone the opportunity on campus to kind of talk about it and open and safe space is super important. Sasha, do you have an idea? Yeah, I mean, I agree with the um, opening of the conversation. I was, yeah, I was going to say something similar about how um, like, just like making sure that like everyone, like in the school, like they sort of, they feel like they're able to have that conversation and they feel like um they're able to provide a platform for any like friend or peer who's in this who's in a similar situation as well as like sort of like um know that people are going to be there for them um so I think just like decreasing the stigma and like like that sense um yeah yeah I think that's great and Faustine you had something to add yeah and I feel like like the importance why it's so like important to really be open and honest about this is that like I feel like as like people like every day we like to kind of like mask all the things that were going on like that's going on and then 
like from every individual's perspective, like it seems like, oh, everything, everyone's like, okay, but then I am struggling through things like this. But mm-hmm. um, in reality, like um, many, many people also are struggling. So like, like just being honest and being open, like, oh, that norm actually is like, we all have like different struggles. So it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And- that kind of reminds me, I don't know if you guys have experienced this as it's, um, I know your first year, Faustine, your second year in college, Sasha. Um, but when you connect with friends from like back home and you're catching up with someone like on the phone, I feel like my go-to is always to say all the good things that are happening and maybe not necessarily the bad things that are happening. And I feel like it's so important for us to, yeah, like you said, Faustine, like to kind of just not mask our our true feelings and really share what we're going through because those people are there to support us, even though sometimes it's, it's really hard to do that, especially when you haven't talked to someone in a while, you don't want to feel like you're burdening them with their problems, but um, yeah, it's, it's good to be open and honest and, and share your feelings with people you care about because they care about you too. Any other last thoughts on mental health or stigma? I think kind of adding on to <laughs> the last part um, that you mentioned, like calling people from home, um, yeah, I've had some calls with friends in college who are adjusting because, like, also, like, going to college is another different step in life that's, like, adjusting to a new environment and things like that. And uh, <clears throat> it might not seem like it at first, but it seems like many of our friends at first I, were also, like, a little bit anxious and scared because there's so many new people and we don't have, like, really, like, real-life friends yet. <laughs> and it's been feeling lonely but I feel like really calling and being honest about like having that is like so important and really helped us like build kind of a sense of like connection as well and really have like the strength to move forward and really reach out to new people and make new friendships so yeah so I think it's really important to have these you know honest conversations yeah awesome well on that note I think that's a great way to end our conversation but I just want to thank you both for taking the time to talk with me about mental health and altruism you guys are doing some amazing things um so before you go I just wanted to give you guys the platform to share any like social media or any things that you're working on outside of altruism or you can share more about altruism if you'd like to but um Sasha I can start with you if you'd like to share anything yeah I mean I guess I would just say like um, for altruism, like you can like feel free to like um, follow our um, Instagram, and then also if anybody has like any ideas or something that they're willing to incorporate into um, altruism or something that they feel like connects um, with um, our mission of um, sort of art and service, then they can feel free to like email us at um, general at altruism um, and we're like really open to like new ideas right now and willing to incorporate them and also introduce like new people to our team. So, um, yeah, so um, feel free to do that. Awesome. Thank you. And Faustine, do you have anything to add on any social media? I think I can start out with if you are interested, you can check out my art account at Faustine.art. Um, and also like if you ever want just like a chill place to chat about art and share like your work and uh, or maybe just like chat (laughs) our like discord is open like feel free to hop on um you can find that on our instagram and 
our website and I would love to chat with you. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. I love that you guys have that space open and available to really anyone who's listening. So thank you for offering that. And thank you again for being on the podcast. I think um, a lot of people will love hearing about archuism and your stories and um, your experiences. So thank you again. And I hope we can chat again soon and stay connected. The To Be Honest podcast is a creative platform that enables youth and young adults to share their personal experience with mental health to help normalize the conversation around this often taboo topic. To Be Honest is a program of Momentum for Health and is supported by District 4 Inventory Funds, Republic Urban Properties, and BetterHelp. To learn more about To Be Honest, visit tobehonest.today or check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. The To Be Honest podcast is hosted and edited by Avery Cruz, as well as edited by Peyton Dillahay. Music for the podcast was created by Julia Steele. For more information, check out the episode show notes in the streaming platform of your choice. Happy listening.